1: Palmer Bear on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight
2: up screamer.
1: Download our app today and enjoy straight up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same game multi at Palmer Bear. Gamble responsibly. For Gamblers Help call 800 858 858.
2: Every heart beats true for the red and the blue as
3: we sing the song to you. What do we say? Redlegs Radio, the climate air conditioning and Paradise Motors Mazda.
1: Hey there, Red and Blue Army. Thank you for joining us once again on Red Legs Radio. Thank you to Paradise Motors, Mazda and Climate, Air Conditioning and Solar. It's round 10 in statewide super, Sandful League footy. We take on the Magpies at Alberton on Sunday afternoon. It's going to be a true test. Despite the legs sitting in third port, outside the five, they have got a couple of big ins and we've got a couple of big outs that Geordie is going to tell us mm-hmm. all about very shortly. We've got so much to discuss, the heart stopper down there at Norlunga The growing injury toll at Cooper Stadium A blast from the past to join us a little bit later on as well I am Ben Hook And to steer us towards Sunday afternoon It is my two resplendent redlegs Firstly, the coolest kid in Sanford Media Geordie Pike. how are you Geordie?
0: I'm great, I'm ready to take on the uh, Port Power Swampies on Sunday
1: uh, Yeah, you've always had that one um. in the barrel Lined up And of course, the corporate climber at Redlegs Radio Miles Fitzner <laughs>
2: uh, Thanks Hookie And we have to change that nickname, corporate climber every week. happy with
1: it. Uh, Special guest a bit a little bit later on. We will get to him, but firstly, let's just wheel our way through what happened last weekend because, look, it it looks in isolation like it was a bit of a capitulation at the end and we did hang on, but uh, there are some extenuating circumstances, Geordie Paik, because we had no one on the bench for uh, the last quarter and a bit.
0: Yeah, no one on the bench. It was, look, we won, but it kind of felt like a loss. We played that bad and it was uh, it was just shocking footy. I mean, we gave away another <laughs> one of the uh, 666 for all free kicks. Like yeah. how many do we need to give away? It's almost embarrassing. And some of the – it was just we didn't play the football we played like the week before It was just atrocious
1: Jordy's uh, a bit of a glass half empty Sort of <laughs> woman isn't she She's had a tough Miles, day I'm
0: Just honest
1: To be fair I thought they did a pretty good job In trying circumstances No Grig, No Smart And of course no skipper Jace Bode What did you think Miles?
2: I thought they were pretty brave in the yeah, end Yeah look it was brave Obviously Brad McKenzie stood up late And took a couple of big grabs But we have had a problem With the, the last quarter fade outs But yeah. once again Which we're going to run through With the teams later You know we're probably missing Five or six out of our best Twenty-two, um, week in week out, it's it's not ideal. So these last quarter fade outs especially with no bench, they're going to happen. But as I always say to Bodie, when we sit there and have a Barossa boy red some nights, <laughs> is a win's a win. You take the points, you move on. Uh, yeah. you, you did
1: mention Brad McKenzie, who was just outstanding in those uh, dying couple of minutes, a I'll couple of huge the game marks. For us. To save the day Kept kicking it back to Abe Davis I might put a little asterisk Alongside Brad's performance But he was exceptional There were some fantastic plays Throughout that game uh, One that really stands out in my mind Rabsy Wilson mm-hmm. uh, ran down A South Adelaide player Whose name escapes me Down in the forward line He just put the afterburners on Oh yeah Had no right to win the ball I don't think he got a touch I think he might have Not credited with a disposal anyway I think he touched it Created a shepherd And Bamps ran into mm-hmm. An open goal And kicked a good one From a tight angle But We really relied on some
2: superlative individual performances to hang in there. Can I just say a quick thing on superlative individual performances? (laughs) Sam Balderstone, 50 hit-outs to 18, if you don't mind. Now, we lost the clearances 29-39. to Now, that's the absence of some midfielders and some rotations, Mm -hmm. obviously. But he is so dominant in the SA NFL at the moment. So dominant. I've said that earlier in the year. We can't win a flag without him. No. Um, Huge, huge performance. Another quick mention, Brody Carroll got the uh, SNFL Rookie nomination. First gamer. This year, had 11 touches first game. Joshie Richards, another another uh, good performance again in his second game. So uh, things are looking promising. We've just got to get the right list on the park. Just
1: one more I want to ask you about Geordie Paik yeah. is Louis Johnson, who yeah. again did some important things, really including did, a goal from outside 50 into the wind in the last quarter.
0: Yeah, his goal was great. Um, Like you mentioned before, that Rabs moment, that was from a massive boot from Louis too. He's really... Um, Stepped up his game and and is, you know, having a great season, which is good because he's seen the last couple of years since we've had him lost in our team.
2: Cole Gerloff, another one that I thought played pretty well, Miles. Yeah, Barnaby's, mate. He did go all right. (laughs) Look, mate, he's getting more of a run, obviously, with Panos and Will Abbott. Um um, being out of the side. So he gets more of a run in the midfield. So you've got to expect that, just like the fact that we're getting people uh, like midfield time and game time into guys this time of the year rather than later in the year. Mm-hmm. We
1: can't talk about last week's game without finishing off with a Barossa boy, Wines boy of the week. Now, Miles Fitzner, I normally hand this responsibility to you. You've got that slightly uh, vacant look on your face. Who was best
2: on ground, did you think, for us on the weekend? Look, Mackenzie, obviously late, but once again, I'm going Stone. You can't yeah. beat that hit-out differential. You just cannot beat. That also had five tackles, the big fella. Now, mm. a lot of little guys around the ground didn't. But, uh, yeah, Balderstone for me, clearly.
1: So, Sam Balderstone wins the Brossa Boy Wines Boy of the Week. Congratulations to Big Balders. He has been in outstanding form this year. Shame we didn't get the big match-up between he and uh, Michael grassi oh, Grassy, Oh, yeah. Grassi. Uh, gee, gee the poor old South Adelaide. They've just got nothing in ruck. They've lost three ruckmen in yeah. Joel, six months. Just the mentioned
2: the Joel Cross enormous. You know, we said last week they only had one match winner. He yep. was absolute. That's nearly one of the best individual games you'll see. Four goals, 33-odd yeah, touches. he smashed it. He was enormous. He gets the three McGeary's for the day. Don't forget that. But he doesn't get the brossa
1: boy Wines. No, he way. doesn't. He go going to Sammy <laughs> Borderstone. Right, let's turn our attention yes. to uh, this Sunday's game versus Port Adelaide at Albert. And Geordie Pate, you have the teams. Thank you to Coopers.
0: I do. So, again, because we're playing at a later time, uh, the club has played a little bit of a silly game again and has given me a squad. So don't come at me if it's not correct. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, obviously we play Port 240 at Port on Sunday. Um, so let's go back to front. You got Wilkins, Georgie, Mac Bauer, Forster, Tiles, McKenzie, the second favourite, Joshy Richards. Uh you got Gurloff, Rabs, Zust, Jono, Deck Hamilton, uh, Don Barry, Shantz, Braids, my boy for twenty nineteen, Sammy Balderstone. Uh Griggy's there too. So uh, even though he was on the bench during the whole of the last fourth quarter for a back, he is there. Then we come. Uh, we got Bamps as well. Then on the interchange, we've got Christmas, which is my new nickname for Brody Carroll.
1: Um, <laughs> I'm on it. it could work. Yeah. Stellar yeah. first you, game
0: for Brody. Look, kept that one I quiet did, from us. I did steal that from the Red and Blue Army. Not lying. <laughs> um, uh, so you got Ben's boy number two, uh, number one, Zachy Richards there too. Corey Grove could be a potential debutant. Now we've listed Lukey Sermon as well. Um, not sure how I feel about that.
1: There's more chance of me playing, isn't there? Yeah. yeah. Like I'll, I'll, I'll get to that in a minute. Okay.
0: Yeah, that's a sore subject for us all here at Redlegs Radio. <laughs> uh, Charlie Haig, another potential debutant. Chris Olsen finally is listed in the team, hopefully gets a game. Uh, you got Big Cindy, could be a debutant too. Campbell, another potential debutant. And Lenny Pasco is listed. Now, he had a stellar game in the Redsies last week down south, and he should and deserves to be in our league team.
1: Wow, Geordie. So it's a fair bit to get through. The outs Ed Smart with a hamstring, Jace Bode with an ankle. Uh, Mitch Griggs still in the side at this stage, but probably has got to get through some fitness testing between now and Sunday, Miles. Yeah,
2: he'll have a fitness test. Look, my mail is that he'll play. Uh, obviously, just a bit of a sore back. Cop one um, missed the last half of the game. With a player like that, you don't take any risks. Mm. Look, adding Ed Smart and Jace Bode to this adding injury list. Um, you've got Nunny still not playing. Um, Panos and none are probably going to be a little way away. We'll have it being a little bit more extended, sort of four to five weeks. Um, Look, I would expect, if you want me to have a crack at it, Olsen, uh, Richards, Sermon and Pascoe will play. uh, Hay, Ball, Grove and... Um, Cindy Crawford will probably miss out Mm. um, With maybe Crawford coming independent on Lukey Sermon Something like that for another bigger size But very, very tough ask this week
1: Yeah, so the injury list is a worry We'll probably talk a bit about that after the break But uh, I tell you what We just look uh, very light in the midfield at the moment, Miles.
2: Yeah, we certainly do And uh, it's one of those things I think we'll talk about more when we get to the game um, Like coming up this week But light on rotations, really Mm. light
1: Okay, Very exciting moment for Redlegs Radio because it is our original first ever blast from the past, (laughs) and uh, Miles
2: Climate Air blast from the past. Yeah,
1: our shoot the breeze. Thank you to Climate Air Conditioning and Solar. Blast from the past. One of the uh, one of the stars of the football club had uh, an auspicious career, including a famous. Uh, leading goal kicker trophy Miles. tell us a bit more
2: <laughs> uh, We do have a fella joining us Now we'll do a bit of a Who am I I've already told you Geordie, see if you can get him So he once right. won the goal kicking At Nord with 17 <laughs> And he's a one time Premiership player Can you name him Jordy
0: uh, Juice Newton
2: Juice Newton we have him on the line Are You there Juice
3: Yes, I'm here,
2: guys. Juice, good to have you on, mate. Obviously, you used to be the cult hero here at the Red Legs. <laughs> won the goal kicking once on 17. I reckon I sat with you at the best and fairest. That's acceptance speech we'll get out in history. Just a quick run through of your career for those that are listening. Obviously, uh, 2007 AFL mark of the year we'll get to. You played 28 games at the Demons, kicked 35 goals. You're a premiership player, you kicked 50 odd one year here. And uh, and did have a set shot in a grand final to win a little bit of coin one year too, but now that you're retired, we'll talk about that later. Juice <laughs> mate, have you been following the red legs here, and how do you think they're going?
3: Yeah, no, thanks for having me, guys. It's uh, I've heard a lot about this uh, this show. I have the ratings just through the roots. so I'm, uh, happy to be a part of it. So. Um I reckon I had more beers at the presentation that night that I did I did uh, kick goals for the whole year. So yeah, <laughs> seventeen was a good number that one.
2: Juice, we've only got a couple of minutes, mate. How do you think about the legs going this year? Have you been following them a bit?
3: Yeah, no, nah, seven and two. The boys are going pretty well. Um, I did uh I I have kept uh up with how they're going and the uh injury lift has been uh something to talk about. But um no nah, seven and two is a very good uh, results uh, considering.
2: Mate, obviously 200 games for Brady Dahl last weekend, Bodie closing in and now injured. Just tell us a bit about Brady and Bodie and they're two of the sort of the older crew that are still there. Just tell us a bit about them.
3: Yeah, no, obviously Jace has um, been, been the heart and soul of the club for the last uh, few years and um, you know he's he's been running around on one leg for a couple of weeks and um, no, I think he's finally conceded just like he should do with his hair. So, um, <laughs> and, and Brady and Brady's um, yeah, Brady's just been a stalwart. He's um, he's just a very hard to match, very hard to match up against. He um, he can play a, a number of positions, and yeah, no, he's he's been a tremendous player over his career.
1: Juice, there's a bit of a whisper that uh, you're still managing to find a bit of the football yourself, getting on the end of a couple in uh, Victorian country footy.
3: Yeah, no, I, I did have a great year last. Don't be but, modest um, here, Juice. Tell yeah,
1: us how good you're going. Yeah, yeah. really, really light yourself up.
3: No, I haven't played for the last five weeks, and um, yeah, I, I tore a pec, um, so I've I've been on the sidelines. But um, I've only just, I've only done it to five games this year. But um, i only just got overtaken in the in the goal kicking last week. So that's, um, it's either, I'm going really well, or the rest of the rest of the competition just can't kick very neat goals. So uh, <laughs> but we uh, we were lucky enough to win a a flag, uh, not last year, the year before, and we were going for back back to back last year just fell short, so we had um, Craig Evans come and join us last year. Oh, love um,
0: ever.
3: Over in in, uh, Wengarani, and um, yeah, unfortunately we just fell short to Albury, a very, very strong side, and um, yeah, hopefully we can uh, go one better this year.
0: Now, before we send you on your way, Juice, we have a traditional question on Redlegs Radio. When you were at Norwood, who was the best on the sledge?
3: Uh, Well, Jace Bode uh, thinks he's the all-time greatest sledger at Norwood, <laughs> um, but yeah, there's 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 been a few. Like if I've kicked a couple of early goals, you probably um you probably wouldn't be able to shut me up very much. But I'll have to I'll have to go back to Jase. Yeah, definitely Jase.
2: Juice, uh, not bad by you. You were very good on the lip on and off the field. <laughs> Obviously kicked eight in a grand final up there at Wang. You would have been chirping, Juice. We've got to go. Got to run to a break. But thanks very much for joining us, short and quick. And we might even get you on later on in the year.
1: Beautiful. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. Cheers, Juice. Michael Juice Newton joining us on Red Legs Radio. Always good to have him on board. We do need to head to a break. We've got so much to get through afterwards. Our Paradise Poser, Geordie's Musical Tribute, the Zach Richards Appreciation Minute, and of course, our preview thanks to Veolia. It's Miles Fitzner, Ben Hook, Geordie Pate. You're listening to Red Legs Radio.
3: Red Legs Radio, The Climate Air Conditioning and Paradise Motors Mazda.
0: Every
3: red Legs Radio, The Climate Air Conditioning and Paradise Motors Mazda.
1: This is Red Leg Radio with Miles Geordie and Hookie. We're going to move on and talk about what's fairly a significant issue this week for the Norwood Football Club because the bench was absolutely dry with a quarter and a half remaining. Our Paradise Poser on Twitter at 1629SENSA was a very simple question. Should this handful follow the AFL and extend the interchange bench to four? We had a bit of support here. 79% saying yes, 21% saying no. Let's get the Geordie take. Should we go to four?
0: Yeah, we should. Um, Absolutely. It was a huge issue for our last game. Um, We did have a response from an infamous Norwood fan uh, (laughs) saying, yeah, but only if the salary cap increased, which makes sense. You're going to have more players. You need more money to to pay players. They're going to
2: have to find that money. Yeah, Yeah, that's right. So someone's got to pay
1: for that. Any
0: sponsors are willing to donate. We'll take that. But yeah, no, it it makes sense. The longer you're on the game, you know, you can't play with less. Once Once you've got an empty bench, someone else gets injured, then you're down.
1: And Completely. look, it's, it's another player that you've got to find for the reserves as well. Yeah. So it does have some uh, extended consequences. Miles Fitz, any your
2: thoughts? Oh, look, obviously after last week, um, I would have thought that we'd need four. What I would like to see is probably the introduction of the, the larger bench into finals. I'm not sure whether or not they already do that, but I no. think they should. No. Yeah, I think the finals most definitely, because you don't want to see a final cost you like, down a rotation for one player. Towards the end of the season, you know, not often are you seeing that reserves players... Um, like both teams in both grades in, yeah. you know, the finals on same days. But I would, I would certainly be looking at extending the interchange to four in finals. You know what I'd do here? I'd actually have a conversation with the AFL and say, where do you think your game is heading in
1: the next 10 years? Mm. If you're prepared to fund it, we'll trial it. So I would be actually suggesting to the AFL if you can come up with the money, we'll troll six on the interchange bench. Oh. Let's see how
2: that oh, works. Yeah. No, they're trying to reduce the interchanges and by putting well, you, caps you, on it. Yes, you can cap the numbers, but you can have more players. I think if you probably capped the number of interchanges and had six on, you'd actually see an increase in injuries. Maybe if you capped yeah, it at fif- If you capped the interchanges at fifteen a
1: quarter or sixty for the match, and had six players what would be wrong with
2: that? Well, I think what you'd end up happening is you'd speed the game up and it's going down the path of them being more athletes, which they're trying to go away from. They're trying to go back to natural footy finders and you go back to racehorses rather than footballers. Here's
1: yeah. another question for you then. Could you have six on the interchange bench and only 16 on the field and keep it at 22 points? Oh, 8?
2: now, nah. well, come on. We're at We're getting, nah, we're getting weird now, be. hooky. Here,
1: here is my <laughs> issue. I'm just simply saying this. If the SNFL is serious about getting funding out of the AFL, Offer to do some trials on the way they want to see the game at the highest level looking I agree with that. in a decade's time. Oh,
2: I agree. I agree. I, you know, I, The four on the bench is awesome, but uh, but yeah, I uh, go on a six. I reckon six would be too many. It'd speed it up too too hard, and we wouldn't see those hardcore footballers. We'd see the racehorses like Blixavs coming in.
1: I, I think we're going to see a lot of significant discussions on change at AFL level yeah. in the next 10 to 15 years and these are some things that the AFL can the sandfall I beg your pardon can be ahead of the game on and uh, can possibly get some decent funding out of the AFL for, like so. our
2: producer Sam Fantasia just said it would fix congestion you're dead mm-hmm. right Sam but uh, yeah I reckon just leave it alone maybe get four in the finals
1: well, or maybe thank- bring
0: back a sub why not bring back the Super Sub again?
1: Well, the Super Sub, that got sort of panned. <laughs> Everyone oh, said yeah. it was a terrible idea. idea. it terrible. Terrible. have the got, got done someone on that else who finals. can come in. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I don't know. It's just an idea.
1: Anyway, we appreciate uh, your contribution to the Paradise Poser. Thank you to Paradise Motors Mazda. It's at 1629 SENSA. Let's move on and talk about Sunday's big game. Thank you to Veolia. It's our match preview. We take on Port Adelaide. 2.40pm this mm-hmm. game starting. And now, by my maths, it's about four days short of the shortest day of the year. It's going to be pitch black at the end of this, which is another discussion we'll we'll have in a sec. But, guys, this is going to be a really tough game because Port Adelaide at the moment are particularly strong at sandfall
2: level. Miles? Most certainly. Um, Obviously, with Charlie Dixon, Ollie Wines and Hartlett all playing last week... I mean, they're going to have some sort of side. We've seen Broadbent come out, but uh, they've got their 150-year down there, um, sort of a a big function down there Sunday. Tough, tough game. Geordie, I'd like your thoughts on this, and I'd also like your tip.
0: Yeah, um, look, so my thoughts on this are the AFL do not belong in the SANFL. Those players (laughs) get paid seven days a week to be a football player. Our boys have to work five days a week, full-time jobs, train and be football players. They do not deserve to be in our league because then players, like us go in and we're set on a massive deficit. It's going to be a miracle. She's up and
2: about, old Geordie.
0: (laughs) Like, this is just a prime example of why there needs to be an AFL reserves competition because this is just – it's just – Atrocious! This well, shouldn't be happening. Blowing
2: and- steam, climate air steam. Yeah, I'm
0: like fuming. This is one of those big topics that gets me going and could get me sacked from a radio show. So we <laughs> we will get up by two points because it's Norwood and I believe in us and I believe in miracles. But. I hate the Port Adelaide Football Club. I hate the AFL and the SANFL.
1: Now, she's going to get a promotion for this. This is shock jock stuff. <laughs> this is this is Veolia take out the trash <laughs> and Geordie
2: Paik. Absolutely. Just quickly on the, on the two sides, and I'll run through um, – I expect, uh, I expect Dixon and Hartlett to play. Obviously, Ken Hinckley came out and said Hartlett's been in Melbourne, probably won't yep. go to Perth. I think Wines will obviously go up. Broadbent coming out. This team looks really, really strong. With our injury, Smartbow, Nunn, Panos, Abbott out. There's five out there. Griggy's a little bit underdone. We're playing Olsen, you know, Jordy Richards, Sermon and Pascoe. Tough ask. Dare I say it? Probably get the boot. I reckon Port get over the line here. If we win this look out because we're absolutely depleted at the moment and the injuries at this time of the year as opposed to later work, they do work. But we're in strife. We lose by 25 on the weekend.
1: Great experience for a number of our young lads to get mm. uh, a crack against some guys who are genuine AFL stars. Uh, Wines, uh, as you mentioned, a chance to play. We think he may go to Perth. We're not really sure. Dixon, I mean, goodness me, who gets the job on Dixon? That's going to be an awfully tough job. Tails will get the job on Dicko, I yeah. reckon. Yep. Uh, but yeah, g- good luck to the Norwood boys going down there. But if they come back with a loss, I'm not going to be particularly shocked. Hey, each and every week. It is one of the feature parts of our program. It is Geordie's musical (laughs) tribute. Now, we had a bit of an argument during the week, didn't we, about who we suggested should be (laughs) the musical tribute uh, focus this week. But in the end, we settled that we had confirmed it was Maddie Nunn, not playing at the moment, which is a bit of a shame. Mm. Geordie, give us your musical tribute for Maddie Nunn. So
0: the first song I was going to play is not SEN appropriate. Uh, So, I went with this. This is the take from the boys to the mouth of Norwood Football Club, Maddie
1: Nunn.
2: Is that Twisted Sister? Bloody oath! it's Twisted Sister. Not bad, not bad.
0: That was the nicest I could do without us getting pulled from the air. I
2: reckon that's your best one so far. Thank you. Uh, it's up there. I did like the flock of seagulls. That, one. Was, great. that was pretty good. That was last week. That's the for, best uh, one so us. far for me. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll give you
1: the answer on uh, who you're going to come up with next week very shortly. But All of right. course, we cannot let the program go uh, be put to bed without the Zach Richards Appreciation Minute. I've just got a cute little story for you here. Do you know that he played his first ever game of football in the Unley Eights for Unley Jets alongside another fellow first ever game of footballer, James H with oh, yeah, right. the Collingwood Football Club. And
2: played a good game last week in Queen's Park. I reckon their
1: Asia. careers will finish in pretty similar, you know, right up there, the two boys. Hey,
2: your tip quickly, Hooky.
1: Uh, I'm going uh, Port Adelaide by six goals.
0: And don't forget to be at Elizabeth on Saturday at 11.15 to see our Resi's take on the Dogs.
1: You, we got your tip, didn't we? Yeah, yeah, 24 points, Port. Quick musical t-
2: tribute for Geordie next week. Uh, let's go with Peter Bampton.
1: Peter Bampton, very good. The number three boy's been in very good form. Well, guys... Love your company here on Red radio radio. Miles the Geordie Pike, Ben Hook. We will see you all at the footy.
3: Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, Predict Australia's score with a crystal ball. And it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semi finals, all thanks to McDonald's. Makers, together and loving it. TNC's apply.